Hey, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona, Tehillim and Other Hebrew Text Podcast, Episode 36. The following is the recitation of Psalm 32, a.k.a. Perak or Mizmor Lamed Bet. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 32 Le David Maskil Ashrei Nesui Pesha Kisui Chata'a Ashrei Adam Lo Yachshov Adonai Lo Avon Ve'en Berucho Remia Ki Hecharashti Balu Atzamai Bishagati Kol Hayom Ki Yomam Valaila Tichbad Alai Yadacha Nehepach Le Shadi Becharvone Kayets Sela Chatati Odiacha Va'avoni lo kisiti Amarti ode elai Fisha'ai ladonai Va'ata nasata Avon chatati sela Alzot yitpalel Kol chasid Elacha Le'et Mitso Rak Lesheitef Mayim Rabin Elav Lo Yagiu Ata Seter Li Mitsar Titsreni Rane Falet Tiso Veveni Sela Ash Kilcha Veorcha Vederech Zu Telech Iatza Alecha Eni Altiu Kisus Kefered Ein Havin Bemeteg Varesen Edio Livlom Bal Kirov Elacha Rabim Machovim La Rasha Vahaboteach Badonai Chesed Yesovevenu Simchu Vadonai Vegilu Tzadikim Vehar Ninu Kol Yishre Lev Psalm 32 is considered by the Ben Ishchai, or the rabbi who gives Kabbalistic reasons for when each Tehillim should be said, to be the psalm that is said when you are asking for mercy. And he says that 
every day you should say this after your prayers, something he doesn't indicate for many psalms. There is an Ashkenazi custom to recite this on Shabbat Shuva, the Shabbat before Yom Kippur, and a Sephardic custom is to add this to the morning service on Yom Kippur itself, and the Vilna Gon says to say it as the Shir Shel Yom on Yom Kippur, which is actually done even today in Yerushalayim. David HaMelech is renowned for teaching the art of repentance. And here in the first verse, it says Hamaskil, which has differing definitions, all of which indicate that this psalm was meant to publicly enlighten all those who heard it so that they would receive an important lesson. We have seen the phrase Ashrei, happy, before in the very first psalm, which was indicating that the man who does not sit amongst evildoers and form bad habits is happy. And here again, in the first Pasuk, it says, Ashrei, Nisui Pesha, happy are those whose transgressions are forgiven. Putting the two together, indicating that if you happen to sit with the aforementioned Rishaim, and perhaps did develop some bad habits, aka natural human failure, you can still be happy if and when your transgressions are forgiven. He goes on to say in Pasuk 3, Ki hecharashti balu kol hayom. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away when I cried out all day long. So, so first of all, there is that word again, hecharashti, silent or mute. Except last time we saw it, David was asking of Hashem to be not mute to him, while here he's admitting that he had in fact been mute to Hashem. And the last part of the phrase just confuses the matter because he poetically describes that he was crying all day long and yet was somehow mute at the same time, all of which caused his bones to waste away. Then in Pasuk 5, there is a big moment, so to speak, We we see that David makes a commitment to Hashem. Chatati odiecha, vavoni lo chasiti, amarti ode elai fisha'ai la Hashem. I acknowledge my sin to you, and I did not hide my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgression to the Lord. In this Pasuk, David uses the name of the three different kinds of potential sin, namely chait, unintentional sin, avon, iniquity, and pesha, an intentional rebellion. In Pasuk 8, David goes on to say, I will guide you with my eye, which Radak explains that David is saying that he will guide the listeners based on what he has seen with his own eye and show them the path to success. The translation of Pasuk 6, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the beautiful poetic image, is, therefore, let every faithful man pray to you upon discovering his sin that the rushing mighty waters not overtake him. David HaMelech is imploring here that whatever you might have done in the past, whatever kind of sin, there may be certain ones that need to be admitted in public or private, but in any case, holding them inside and the subconscious overwhelming weight of not admitting to yourself that you can let something go can have detrimental effects not only on your mind, but on your body as well. But again, I will repeat that the first step was as David did, acknowledging that you are keeping 
silent and not even understanding why you are tormented and crying all day long until you do. And then acknowledging to those who need you to that you have done wrong. So you can then, like the last Pasuk says, Varninu kol yishrelev, and sing for joy, all you upright in heart. Will the world around you be better because you spoke the truth? I'm sure in reality, there will be an adjustment period while everyone heals. But given time, the burden inside you will be able to begin to ease. May we be able to acknowledge that which is eating us up inside and admit to ourselves and those who would be affected by it that which has transpired. And may we feel that the burden we carried is replaced by the lightweightedness of forgiveness in good time. The learning and recitation for this Mizmor is for all those students returning to school around this time. May they and their families continue to be safe, healthy, successful in learning Torah Umada, and may everything, including hectic schedules, run smoothly. Please stay tuned until after this quick break. that you would like to sponsor or if you have any questions please email me at nursenisa1 n-u-r-s-e-n-i-s-a the number one at gmail.com also don't forget to join the facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes please subscribe and share thank you for joining okay.